Hey, welcome back to another edition of Moo and Use Podcast. It's Wednesday, January 6, 2021. Hey, thanks for listening to Moo's Podcast. You can check me out on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker.audio, Overcast. Radio Public, this Move and Use podcast was updated Friday, January 8th, 2021. Hey, according to the Rob Report, Alter Homes for Sale. Home of the week inside a $12, no, that's wrong, inside a $12 million Colorado castle inspired by a famed Asheville landmark. Reflecting the Biltmore's jaw-dropping opulence and extravagance, the Chateau features a huge central courtyard, a dozen dormant windows, pitched roofs, and a multitude of torts. Add to those the 126 custom-made chandeliers, acres of stained and diamond-cut glass windows, a cadere of carved limestone, figurines and twin limestone grand spiral staircases, and the stage is set for a real-life fairy tale of epic proportions. Hey, who's ever been to Greece and went to Jack's Bakery? I'm on Democrat and Chronicle.com. And they're talking about the owner of Jack's Bakery. Okay. Jack Simmons was born in nineteen twenty four. His family had been in the Rochester area since 1880s. They were German immigrants who had established several bakeries. At the age of 16, Mr. Simmons started washing pots and pans at Madge's Bakery, one of the family-owned businesses, and it sparked aspirations of becoming a baker. The day after Pearl Harbor, he enlisted in the U.S. Navy at the age of 17. From 1941 to 1945, Mr. Simmons served as baker and gunner's mate on a destroyer USS Shark in the South Pacific in the World 
War II. After he left the Navy, he spent 18 months working at Sibley's Bakery, Chief's Bake Shop, and Francis Kitchen. His co-workers, German tradesmen, nicknamed him Jackson, and he would choose that name for his own bakery. The late 1940s was competitive time to open a bakery. Jim Simmons' son estimates there must have been 250 bakeries in the area at the time. Jackson's Bakery originally opened in a rented storefront on Stone Road in Greece. In 1960, Jack Simmons purchased land across the street and built his bakery at 614 Stone Road in Greece. It still operates in its original 2,400 square foot footprint with a small retail area in front and production room in back. Mr. Simmons died December 20th at the age of 96, but passed on everything he knew about the baking trade to his son, Jim Simmons, and his son, in turn, has passed the baton to a new owner who promises to stay true to the family's legacy. It was the first time he's seen his own movie. Zack Snyder reveals a first look at his zombie heist Netflix movie. Army of the Dead, EW.com. Six ingredients to make homemade Reese cups. Dark chocolate, chopped, melted, coconut oil, vanilla extract, natural peanut butter, honey, coconut oil. Okay, it's really five ingredients, but according to Tasty.com, that's all you need. Coconut oil is two tablespoons, one-fourth cup of coconut oil for the, with the chocolate, and two tablespoons with the peanut butter. The special equipment, muffin. Muffin tan liner. Guess who's back? Guess who's coming back, honey? You guessed it. After 30 years, Vanetta ice cream cakes are coming back to the U.S.
Ten hut. Mountain Dew, Major Melon. Watermelon is soda's first new flavor in more than a decade. According to USA Today. According to CNBC, Macy's is shuttering 45 more locations this year as part of its three-year store closure plan. My husband and I paid off our mortgage more than 15 years early by following a simple money rule we learned. According to Business Insider, The weather in Kansas City, Missouri has took its toll. Storm brings snow, ice, power outages across Kansas City. As of 8 a.m., there are over 11,000 people affected by power outages, according to Energy. There are 165 active outages. I got they got they they've got good stock there in Kansas City. My son's dad from there. Hey, I got an idea for dinner. Four ingredients. From the Wicked Noodle. Crispy baked lemon pepper wings. These lemon pepper wings are baked until crispy, then basted with lemon pepper seasoning and butter. Can you move 11 minutes a day? It increases your lifespan. According to CNN.com, from Google.com, it's Monday, January 4th, 2021. Menace or delicacy? It's hairy crab season in China. Does it sound delicious? Well, you see it here in the U.S. Throughout much of China, people are back in restaurants and just in time because it's getting down to the tail end of the season when a prized furry crustacean shows up on menus. The world's Rebecca Canther reports from Shanghai. 
That's the sound of crabs scuttling in a bucket. And they're not just any crabs. These are hairy crabs. They're called hairy crabs because of the patch of fur on their front claws. And in China, the start of hairy crab season in the fall is as eagerly awaited as pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks. At this bustling restaurant in Shanghai's Old Town, people come from around the world to sip yellow rice wine and enjoy hairy crabs from September to December. Liu Yun has run the restaurant with his brother for the past 20 years. <laughs> the flavor of the crab meat is naturally a little sweet, he says, and it leaves a fragrant smell on your hands. The most famous hairy crabs are farmed on Yangcheng Lake, an hour from Shanghai. A long row of restaurants serving hairy crab line the shore. Nearby is the Hairy Crab Mall, where crab farmers sell directly to buyers. Song Zhenghua and his wife are outside their shop, packing up shipments of live hairy crabs, ten to a box. The crabs are small, about the size of your fist. The couple wraps each one in twine or straw to keep them from crawling away. Song says the pandemic has had an impact on business this year. Fewer people have been traveling to the lake. But he's been shipping plenty of orders to his regulars, people all over China. One courier company has even launched a special delivery service just for hairy crabs. Hairy crabs aren't just known for their flavor, but also for the prices they can pull in. This year, a box of the largest crabs could bring up to 1,800 yuan. That's about $275. Another crab farmer tells me her biggest crabs this season sold for $22 each. She says people are willing to pay top dollar for gifts or for a special meal at home. She says prices are up 10% this year, but that's because there are fewer crabs to sell. The heavy rainfall earlier this year wiped out half their yield. In the crab business, our livelihoods depend on the weather, she says. Farming and selling crabs is a tough job. The farmers harvest the crabs at night and sell them during the day. Wu and her brother work together. She says she discouraged her son from going into the family business. He's a teacher instead. Back at Liu Yun's Shanghai restaurant, Diners can choose from a wide variety of hairy crab dishes, from dumplings to stir-fries. But by far the most popular method, says Leo, is the simplest. There's no secret, he says. Just steam the crabs for 20 minutes, sometimes with a little ginger or beer added to the water. Then unwrap the twine, crack open the shell, and dip the meat into a sauce of vinegar and ginger. It's a delicious and addictive ritual, and let's be honest, pretty messy. Most people order a pair of crabs, one male and one female. But for some, two is not enough. This customer, Mr. Joe, is packing some live crabs in a plastic bag for takeaway. This is the season for hairy crabs, he says. I can eat five at a time. They're good for you, high in protein. But before you start preparing for your own hairy crab feast, be warned, you could be breaking the law. In countries like the U.S. and the U.K., hairy crabs are considered an invasive species that rides over on freight ships and damages local ecosystems. Smugglers are only adding to the problem. 3,700 of these invasive creatures are seized as they're being smuggled into Cincinnati. It is illegal to bring them into the U.S. without a permit. Last year, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service launched Operation Hidden Mitten. They call them mitten crabs in the U.S. And by July, they'd seized nearly 15,000 of them. So 
menace or delicacy? Well, living in China, I know where I stand. When hairy crab season arrives, I get in line for my chance to dig in. For the world, I'm Rebecca Canther in Shanghai. From PRX. In case you missed it, according to Business Insider, how to tell your own track for a mini retirement according to two people who have taken a break from their career to determine if you're ready for a mini retirement you need to be financially prepared according to cnbc.com from google.com an article i started with side hustles now my businesses bring in over ten thousand dollars per month here are my top tips. In case you missed it, according to The Guardian, meet the people trying to save money to retire by 40. According to CNBC.com, an article, I started with side hustles. Now my businesses bring in over $10,000 per month. Here are my top tips. 